And we're live. Hey. Nice. Yo. Coming to you live from my dad's uh, dining room. <laughs> Yay. Yay. We're all Calgarian this time around, this week. I've always been Calgarian. No, nah, Sean's American. He doesn't that care. That's absolutely <laughs> not true. Ditched us. Traitor. <laughs> yeah, no, this city's crazy. You guys, you guys have water that comes from the sky? What the fuck's up yeah. with that? <laughs> yeah, it has been for a couple of weeks now, almost every day, at least here oh. in this part. I've only heard legends of that. I didn't know it was real. Um, yeah, people are scared it's going to flood again because it's been close. <laughs> yeah, it has been pretty bad from yeah. what I've heard, yeah. Uh, yeah. But hey, John, you're back from uh, your fun trips. Let's. I want to hear about it. What were you up to? Uh, did a bunch of stuff. I mainly went to go hang out with Emil and Tim. Hadn't seen them in, you know, two and a half years because of the pandemic. So decided to just kind of hang out. No recordings on this trip. We, uh, we played some Mario Kart and like some other games like that. We went and played some mini golf. We I saw your tweet. The, the mini golf sounded awesome. Oh yeah. No, it was crazy. Like they had like, uh, like little chips in the, in the clubs and the balls. So it knew when you hit it and tracked your shots automatically. Um, there were like all these little targets you could hit for bonus points. Like it knew it was just really, really interesting. Uh, we went to a couple arcades while we were there. Uh, bowling alley one and like just like a retro one. We went to a water park and hunt, did some water slide rides and stuff like that. We went to a nice. bunch of game shops like we had a great time. Nice. Very cool. Uh, did you like pick up a bunch of stuff from the game shops? Oh yeah, I've got boxes <laughs> of stuff. Oh wow! Okay. I'm I'm gonna be going through and like cataloging all this for like days. But like I got like a bunch of nice stuff like this. And the reflections make this hard. And for oh, the audio man. viewers, Jackie Chan's something something action, action kung, kung fu. fu. Okay, yeah. what is that? Yeah, for? I got it. I got like a bunch of like boxed NES stuff. I got NES, okay. Uh, some Saturn and Sega CD stuff I was missing, some Genesis stuff I was missing, etc. Yeah. Is this a scenario where you went there with room in the bag to fill up, or did you like bring a second bag in your bag that you knew you I would wish have to I had deploy? thought that far ahead. <laughs> oh, right on that makes sense that that just reminds me of like japan where i was not expecting to buy that many games and i was like stuffing them in my mom and my <laughs> sister's bags being like if you have room i've got video games to fill it with <laughs> i i had enough room for one big box in my suitcase but then i had a bag and a smaller box i had to take on as carry-on on top of my backpack so i was that asshole that went above the carry-on limit <laughs> and they nice. just let you they just let me i guess oh, wow. no one stopped me okay Huh. I put my backpack as my personal item underneath the seat and I put the box and the bag and the car in the overhead and no one said a thing. I think I got a, like a weird look from the pilot when I left the plane. That was about it. <laughs> and hey, customs was like, what in the world do you got there? I'm like, oh, it's just a bunch of retro games. Can I see? And I popped it open like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> nice. Nice. I wonder if they would think you're like trying to like sell them. I don't think that's I'm sure allowed. they probably do wonder about that, but I think I've also got the look of someone who would buy these for fun anyway. So, <laughs> oh, this guy's a nerd. I get, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> he's probably on the level. All right, let him through. <laughs> or he's just a fan. He's like, holy shit, that's Proton John. Be cool, be cool, be cool. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. 
Um, yeah, the picture he took of you is actually for his own personal collection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, how about you, Paul? Anything going on with you in the last week? I'm fucking exhausted. No, it's just been a long week. I'm ready for the weekend. <laughs> Working for the weekend, am I right? Oh, man. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, well, then, hey, let's get into it. Let's talk about some video games, because uh, this is the Top Down Perspective. I'm Sean Booker. It's June 23rd. That threw me off. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. <laughs> Honestly, like time zones, man, throwing me off. Yeah. It's so different up here. <laughs> one hour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that one hour will get you. Yeah, man. Uh, all right, John, two weeks. What have you been playing? Uh, a bunch of stuff. I finished up Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Got it finished 100%. Yep. Okay. It's all right. Was it worth sure. it? Eh. Thought I don't so. know. I don't know, playing through it, I'm just like, well, yeah, like, I don't know, man. I, if I hadn't played all the other Kirby games that have come out in recent years, I feel like I'd be more into this. Sure. I was just kind of, eh. The only fight that really got my attention was the last fight in, like, the, the true arena. Because I was like, okay, you know what? This is a different fight, and it's kind of neat. Sure. This this is not the final boss. This is, like, end game stuff? Yeah, this is post-game okay. stuff. So I didn't see any of that. Yeah. No, the final boss, I was just like, eh, they did it better in another game. I was just, that's how I felt about it. Okay. Um, uh, played Mario Strikers Battle League. That came out. I had been really excited about that. Mm-hmm. And was kind of disappointed by it. Yeah, I played wow. the demo. I wasn't impressed, actually, myself. Because your tolerance for, like, Mario sports games is... Oh, I is- Strikers is my favorite series out of all the sports games. Oh, and please. I just felt super let down by this one. I don't know. Sure. Uh, I've, I've had a week break from it now, so maybe I'm going to go back and try it again. But like the goalie is just hot garbage. Um, I did not really into the gear system they're doing there, although I see what they're going for. There's like the roster seems weirdly small. The um, the gear count and like the stage count seems weirdly small. This seems like this is way more focused on the online, which I kind of get, and I'm also disappointed by. I don't know. I I feel like there's really not much here for me at the moment. Maybe in a couple months, once enough extra DLC gets added, it'll be more worth it. But right now, I'm just kind of like, eh. Sure. Yeah, I was hearing a lot of people saying, like, I don't know if it's worth $60, especially if you're not going to play multiplayer. Oh, if you're not playing multiplayer, absolutely don't get it. Yeah. Absolutely do not get it. Okay. There's two sets of six cups uh for single player that's it one's really easy one's really difficult there's oh, no in between okay what's uh what's wrong with the goalie can you not control the goalie no oh you can tell him <laughs> where to throw the ball when he has it that's about it and he is terrible at saving goals Great. Okay. Like most of my games were ending like si- against the AI were like 16 to nothing. Even on the really hard one? On the harder ones, those were going more like seven to six. Oh, okay. Well, that seems like a pretty even match then. Well, that's because the AI is just like, it, it's, it's hard to you. explain. Okay. <laughs> and AI is definitely very different. So it's the worst Mario sports game on the Switch. See, that's tough. 
Oh, okay. Because I thought you liked the other two. There's, there's three, uh, right? Yeah, I like Aces, and I definitely like Mario Golf. Uh, I guess it's my least favorite of the three, I guess. Okay. I haven't gone back to tennis in a while, but I remember tennis being pretty good when it when it finally got all I like stuff. that's probably my favorite of of the of the three. Yeah. I think my real complaint is I just don't like this drip feed that Nintendo's been doing with their games lately where like they're just mm. so light on content at launch. I I don't know if it's just because they're trying to mimic the Splatoon style or if COVID really messed things up or both, but like it just feels so lacking. Like it really needs like a content drop sooner rather than later. Yeah, cuz even um sports mix like it doesn't have golf in it right they, they said that's coming later oh nintendo we nintendo switch sports yeah that had yeah. five sports and they're adding a sixth in the fall yeah so they're kind of doing the same thing there as well it's really weird it's got to be COVID that messed things up yeah i guess so uh who knows really but yeah that could be the case i mean hey maybe people just won't buy this one and maybe nintendo will learn a lesson <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I played Super Punch Out for the Super Nintendo. I played it on the Switch Online. Uh, okay. Okay. Just got in the mood for it. Tim, uh, my buddy Tim had played through it recently, so I started playing through it. Yeah. It's fun, but really difficult. The only bummer yeah. thing is you got to get through like all the cups without losing yeah. to actually unlock the final set of cups or the final round of fights, and it's just I barely managed to unlock that on the flight home so yeah i haven't touched that yet but i've heard and seen that that's just kind of brutal it's funny you played this because i actually was talking about this the other day just randomly about hoy quarlo or whatever you know who i'm talking about in the special cup he's the old asian man oh the dude with the stick yeah yeah uh wait there's a boxing fuck. game and he gets to bring a stick in dude, oh, fuck dude that everyone guy. Cheats. he was my wall he was my every wall. opponent in that game cheats yeah, the bruisers, totally fine. That guy fucked me up for, like, weeks as a kid, I guess, or, like, younger, anyway. Mm. Yeah. It was last the week, wasn't it, Paul? No, it was about oh, probably 2006, 2005, so I wasn't exactly a kid, but, you know. Okay. Yeah. Other than that, the game I played last, which seems like everyone else played on here as well, is Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. That was fun. Well, yeah, I was yes. going to say, what'd you think? You're the, you're the beat-em-up guy. Yeah, I liked it real good. Nice. Uh, I played it uh, mostly single-player. I had uh, one person join me in for two-player for a little bit, but mostly ran through it single-player on normal difficulty and then did a one-credit run on arcade on normal difficulty. It's good. Did have yeah. either of you tried six players? Yeah, I haven't played it single player. I've only played it with five players on the hardest, and it's a fucking nightmare in the best way. Ah, <laughs> it's, okay. so, it's so good. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm um, still be doing like a four player at least online stream on Sunday for it. So nice. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely like jumped in. I opened the party because I was like, I was actually I was pretty surprised that first off it has six player online like that's kind of nuts yeah um and then that it's just like jump in and jump out which i was like man that would be so awesome and on like level two like it was just my buddy and i for level one level two like three people jumped in and i was like this is the best this is yeah. so awesome there's five of us right now like how cool is this yep uh do you guys have a favorite character 
Uh, I mainly played Mikey, but uh, April seems weirdly really good. April's yeah, I like great. April. Yeah. yeah, she's very good. Casey Jones I, also seemed pretty good too, but yeah, I don't know. April seemed exceptionally good. I also liked um, uh, Splinter. I liked his special move with all the like scratch attack things when you hit a yeah wire wire triangle. Yeah. Uh, the music I think is really enjoyable. Music uh, excellent. They utilize the um, the the two guys from uh, the Wu Tang Clan d- did a rap. Ghostface yeah. Killer and and RZA. It was RZA. Okay. Yeah. Um, was it Ghostface Killer? I didn't think it was him. I mean, this pretty is sure it was Ghostface. I, I I could be mistaken. I just didn't remember hearing. Feels like a name name. you can't really forget. That's why I'm thinking it's not because that would have stuck in my head. But anyways, I think they utilize that song pretty well um, when it pops in during the campaign. Yeah. Mega Ran also had a good one, too. It was just like a bunch of bunch of really good tracks in it. Yeah, very, very good. Uh, I like the combo wing in the game. It feels really fluid. It's uh, it's looser than Streets of Rage four. And I think it's actually better for it. But uh, like I do miss the tightness and like the, the combo potential in Streets of Rage four. Uh, but I, again, I have not tried a massively multiplayer version of it, so I'll see how that goes on the weekend. I yeah. will say it is kind of messed up that if you play uh, Donatello, he doesn't have the like poke, throw them over the head move. <laughs> and it's like you had one job with Donatello. Like I come to this. The nostalgia was waiting for that. Sure. Uh, but yeah, you guys have both played through it. Uh, did, here's a question for you: Did you recognize every like villain? Yeah, I had yeah. all their toys. Vast up. majority. Oh, wow. There's one or two I was like, I don't really remember you, but I think you were in another game. Because because I definitely probably only recognized maybe half of them, and like I've sure. watched, you know, I ha- I don't watch the recent Teenage Mutant Turtles, which I was right. kind of wondering is there there's got to be new villains that they've made right they don't just recycle the same villains. Sure. so i was wondering if some of those were more recent but like no, i watched everyone, as far as i'm aware of everyone from this one's just from the 80s cartoon oh okay um, the only one i couldn't recognize was the the arcade boss because i know that they summoned toka and razor from the movie but i mm-hmm. didn't quite recognize the actual hologram arcade machine boss oh that summons them yeah Oh, okay. Fuck, she's like yeah. the only yeah, one I was like, name? I don't remember. Oh, you. she's like the game master or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. She hasn't a name, but I can't remember what it is either. And uh, the two in the zoo, one of them I recognized from, I think, the, one of the NES games. And the other, I was like, I have no idea, but I can believe you being from the from the show. <laughs> sure. Also, um, oh, I you had Dirtbake and Groundchuck, probably. Yeah. Those, the, the rat and the mole. Was yeah. it a rat? Or it was like a bull and a mole. The bull, yeah. Yeah, I had their toys. I don't remember yep. them either. I remember the, the mole from, I think, Turtles 3 on NES, but I don't remember the bull. Sure, yeah. See, most of my Turtles stuff is from the, like, early 2000s cartoon that was going on. So uh-huh. a lot of the, like, cameos I wasn't even familiar with. Are all of the cameos characters that you guys were familiar with? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the They're- VHS tape guy, the girl with the... The diary, yeah, the, the Channel Six crew. There was Irma. the, yeah, Irma, yeah. Vernon, and I can't remember their actual boss. Yeah, I can't remember either. The um, the punk frogs were like from like their vacation season or something <laughs> yeah. like that. I had to look up. Yep. I was like, are these actually real? 
because yes. this is just a funny goof. Yeah, they're real. Here's one yep. thing. Did they ever do this in any kind of TMNT thing? And I guess there is kind of an enemy, like a, a boss fight that's kind of like this, but like a fifth turtle kind of Power Rangers style. I mean, oh. a couple of times Slash has, has been in a lot of the comics and shows. Mm hmm. Uh, okay. One of the series literally added a fifth turtle, like Venus, yeah. and then Venus. the current comic series has a fifth turtle as well. Oh, yeah. okay. So there's some DLC potential right there. Sure. But, I mean, they're probably going to stick it just to the 80s show if they're doing that. What uh, what color is Venus? Venus was light blue. Light blue, yeah. Light blue? Jenny is the current fifth turtle, and she is yellow. Okay, See, I didn't even know that. that's a different color. There you go. Okay. Yeah, she's she has uh, claws and katana as her weapons. Okay, claws and katana. Let, yeah, oh. seems a little bit like overkill. <laughs> but uh, yeah, slash is in the in the game. So yeah, yeah. Did they ever have a robot turtle? Yep, that's yeah. um, uh, metalhead. <laughs> All right, he's one of the bosses you fight in this game. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. How did I miss that? He's in a bunch of the games as a boss. Yeah. Because he's just he's cool design. Time. Yeah. Yeah. He was my favorite toy, actually, because he was all shiny, like not metal, obviously, because it's a kid's <laughs> toy, but yeah. I don't know, just some reflective surface that they I made had him out of. Tinfoil. I had one of those like yeah. turtle figures that had like the shell was a speaker and you'd pull like a yep. little like piece of plastic through it and it spoke. Yeah. Snake in my boot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, sort of. It was, it was like a little zip line you pulled through it. The faster you did it, the the, the louder and faster you said the line. It sucked oh. though, because if you lost that thing, yeah, done. Because <laughs> that piece of plastic was how it did the line. So yeah, yep. might as well just throw the whole turtle in the garbage. What's the point? Kind of. <laughs> yep. <laughs> kind of. They had like um, transformer turtles too that they like start as a turtle. Then you can open their shell up and like take them all out so that they're a ninja turtle after. There was cool toys of that shit. Now there's the Power Ranger turtles. So okay, what? That's, <laughs> a comic, that's a comic series that's running right now. Do they like turn for a bit. into it was a crossover between Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers? Oh, okay. So like it, April's the Pink Ranger and stuff like that, and like Casey oh, jo yeah. the Casey Jones equivalent is Tommy, etc. Of course, of course, it, yeah. It's, it's wild from what I've seen. That's kind of interesting, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no, I think it's really great. It's an awesome Game Pass uh, get. Uh, yeah, and I'm just so surprised at how well the online is working. That's kind of the shining star for me. Yeah, agreed. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, okay, that's it for yeah. All right, Paul, how about you? Uh, I just wanted to give a shout out to Point P, the uh, Devolver game that they showcased on the Netflix thing from the uh, Summer Games Fest stuff. I downloaded yeah. that thing to try it out. It's super fun. Just a little game where you're flinging a dude around collecting like fruits to feed to this giant thing chasing him up. I believe this is by the person or people behind Downwell. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. Yep. This is definitely like the most I've heard of a Netflix game talked about online is, yeah. is this one. Well, because most of the other games were already out on other platforms like Stranger Things or like Minecraft story mode. And I stuff mean, like they that. had they had Shatter remastered. Yeah. Yeah. Not not many people talking about that. <laughs> Unfortunately, Unfortunately, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Point P is great. It's worth checking out if you have a Netflix subscription, I guess, or whatever. I, I've been having fun with it. Uh, 
I played through the quarry, the supermassive follow up to until dawn that kind of follows that same like a bunch of kids dealing with some dumb monster slasher flick shit in a single night. Um, yeah, that thing is if you liked until dawn, you definitely need to just check out the quarry because it is essentially that exact same idea again, but done with a different type of monster and different teens and stuff like that. Um, have you been um, playing the Dark Picture anthology? I have not, no. Okay, yeah, because I'm kind of curious how much they've maybe like changed or expanded on the formula, but it might seem mm. like a bigger jump for you mm. uh, having not played their recent games. Yeah, sure. If there was anything new. but There's did not anything, at all. No, nothing it's new? exactly okay. the same as Until Dawn, <clears throat> essentially. I have heard, though, that this one has, you can unlock a like rewind mechanic yeah to you save people up to three times you can do a death rewind or something i don't know that's pretty good i suppose but i think that just kind of goes that goes against how i play these games i'm not going to rewind and just save a person i'm going to see it through because saving that person and letting them die sometimes will change how stuff goes later so yeah, yeah. um but you can only unlock it after you beat it once, right? Yes, as far as See, I know. Yeah, because like I'm with you on the whole like I feel it goes against the spirit, but at least yeah. it makes you play through it with the spirit intact first. And yeah. then now you can use that, and it's kind of a nice thing of like, oh, well, I want to see what's down this path, but yeah. I just happened to be bad at this like one quick time event, and I'm glad that this thing kind of helps you out. So I think it's a good addition. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Apparently, it's also a pre-order bonus. So if you pre-ordered, you got that unlocked right away. Uh, That's a weird pre-order bonus, but all it's right. A, yeah, I'm not a fan of that. I think you should just play through it at least once. That makes sense to me. But, I mean, play the game the way you want. I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's a good point. But it, you, I kind of wonder who that customer is. Like, someone yeah. who's so into these games that they're pre-ordering it, but then they want the, the time <laughs> rewind, which is, like, against the spirit of the game. You think those would be, like, your diehards, like... Yeah. No. You got to respect the the death of this teen. Yeah. Uh the biggest criticism I have for it is I really really think after you play through a part and if you're going to replay anything, you should be able to skip cutscenes to like do stuff because like I've seen this dialogue again. This has happened because I've had a few weird uh let's say it's not greatly optimized in a lot of spots. Um, so I just had some weird issues here and there and I would have to reload or reload the game or whatever and just kind of tweak some stuff here and there. And like, I would have to just watch the same thing a few times and it's like, I, I should just be able to skip this <laughs> because there's sure. nothing happening here. Yeah, I guess, I guess they're, what they're trying to like maintain is there are like jump surprises where you need to yeah. like be ready with a button press. So they don't want to like screw that up. Yeah. I I feel like there's less of those than I remembered, but again, it has been a while, so maybe... Until Dawn had a lot, though, so maybe they toned it down, because yeah. they're like, yeah, maybe we overdid it. It is definitely not in every scene like it felt like Until Dawn did. <laughs> it is... They're more spaced out, I feel. <laughs> that was one of the, like, new kind of things that they added in the most recent Dark Pictures games, is they gave you, like, a warning, and they even categorized what you would have to be doing. 
with oh, an okay. icon image. So like, for example, if it was like a budding mashing one versus like a quick time event or something with the analog stick, it would give you a heads up like, hey, make sure you're ready to do this kind of prompt because it's coming up in like two seconds. That is not here. Oh, uh, okay. It just happens. But there is only two types of prompts. There's you're going to be pushing the stick in a direction and you're going if there's button comes up and it's only ever the one button, it's a on like an Xbox controller or whatever. Uh, just mash it. That's the all the prompts ever are. Yeah. I mean, some of the ones in dark pictures, like you have to shoot something or you have to like throw yeah. something at something. So there there is ones where you shoot, but like it's it's there's the only button you can push is R2 at that point. <laughs> so, yeah, you know that it's going to be that. Yeah. Um, And yeah, anytime the shooting comes up, that just feels shitty because those games aren't meant to be shooters. So they just feel yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just like you know one thing to make it not a walking simulator you know yep. they got to kind of add some kind of interactivity i guess yep um those teams suck those <laughs> teens really really suck uh but like in the way that you want shitty teens on a slasher flick to be uh i really really fought against the i don't like playing the like well i hate this character so i'm going to let them die i feel like i should play them like they're trying to survive cuz sure. like they're people and ostensibly in the story that they're not going to be like oh yes i'm just going to drown myself now or something stupid like that uh and also it's funner to see like how the deaths play out if you're actually trying to keep them alive and seeing what stupid things they do to contradict you the player uh well i mean that's the other thing is a lot of the times the thing where you're like oh i'm not going to send you down the dark alley we're going to stay here where it's safe it's like no actually sending them down the dark alley is how you survive yeah so they play with that there's a whole bunch of those in here where a character goes into a place that like you saw a few hours ago in like a different chapter and you're like, oh shit, what's she doing there? Oh no. And it's like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it turned out okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious why you haven't, as, as a fan of these games, touched the Dark Pictures anthology and if playing this makes you want to go back and, and play those ones. Uh, because from what I read, they have kind of a different feel and I don't want, like, the thing I like is schlocky slasher stuff and it seemed like the other stuff maybe is supernaturally in nature uh I, yeah i guess like this is supernaturally too it's a creature feature type thing yeah i, I would say dark pictures like at least one of them is it's a creature one mm -hmm. i would no i would two of them i'm trying in the first one they're all kind of creature ones yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think they're pretty similar i think you would like them if you like these yeah i have man i've i mean i've had man of Medan installed for I guess years now. I just never <laughs> really bothered to start it up. And I, I don't want to play the other two without like playing that one because I kind of want to go through them in order. It's just order, how I do yeah. things. Yeah. For sure. Cool. Yeah. I'm planning to play it. Um, they delayed the online co-op. That doesn't yeah. come out till July something. So I'm just kind of waiting for that so that my buddy and I can play it like we played all the other ones. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun time. It's a pretty good time. I think you'll enjoy it, especially if you like the other ones, which you seem to. Yeah. And uh, I played Neon White. Yeah, uh, I got this downloaded. I'm currently like still playing it because it's one of those games that you grind out the best times or whatever. That game's super cool. I I kind of 
passed it off when I first saw stuff on it like a while ago because it had cards and I was like, oh, God, I'm so fucking sick of deck builders. And it's not at all. The cards are just kind of a means to an end to show that what you have in your hand, like for a weapon. Yeah, exactly. Um, It's definitely more of just a park first person parkour, like time trial thing with a bunch of visual novel stuff in between. So Mirror's Edge. Uh, Yeah. Mirror's Edge, uh, definitely Mirror's Edge light, though, not like even that far into it. So the way the cards work is that they're actually representative of weapons. Uh, and if you can like use one button to kind of use the weapon as you would normally, like a machine gun that shoots bullets or whatever to kill demons, uh, or you can push the other button or other trigger or whatever to discard it, and that will give you an ability. So... The abilities are movement abilities like another jump, a dash, uh, a slam down or like an explosion, that sort of thing. The idea is, is that you have to kind of utilize these cards in your hand to kill all the demons in your way as you're running through these like little sections of heaven. You're clearing them out of demons and then um, getting to the end, which you will need to use like the discard feature to get to in different ways because sometimes they're behind a thing you can only dash through to break through or they're too high up so you need a double jump and that whole sort of thing it's cool but it is very much a directed experience where it's nothing's randomized the demons are always where they are the cards are always exactly the card you need to get through the thing and uh you just kind of figure out the best path through and as you do runs through it it will unlock things to help you figure that stuff out because you always need to get at least like a gold rank time and then when you get the gold rank time it will unlock something that gives you a hint on how you can get through the level faster to get the ace rank time if you want that so i like that it like also progressively helps you do that stuff and doesn't just say like learn how to speed run noob at you like it tells you the best way you could probably do this thing it's very cool it's a very good game. What studio yeah, I, did this game again? This is by Ben Esposito, who did like Donut County. Yeah. Oh, it's an indie <laughs> thing. Yeah, uh, quite a quite a turn. Um, but yeah, no, it's like I think Mirror's Edge is kind of like a good starting point for thinking of how it, it, how to move in it. How well, just kind of like how it's positioned and how you're going to be like looking at these platformers. But the sure. speed of it kind of makes it much more of like a like a twitch like a, a, a Meat Boy-esque platformer than Mirror's Edge is. Mirror's it Edge moves is like a slug. Quake game. Like, it moves really fast. Yeah. 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 And it's really about, like, almost like QuickTime-esque, I need to be putting in these button inputs yeah. it, it, at these exact moments, or I'm just not going to complete this, like, series of obstacles. Yeah. Whereas, like, Mirror's Edge is more like, I'm going to kind of, like, mosey my way to the end of this jungle gym. Yeah. <laughs> I think Mirror's Edge, you get into kind of like a flow state when you learn how to read that game as you like parkour through it, where this is very much more of a frantic, like just you can one shot every level in this game because it is it gives you the cards that you need at the appropriate time. And every fuck up you do is like on you, like the game gives you everything you need to one shot it and get through it if you're decent enough at it. And like. You can sight read basically every level, but the replayability is there's gifts in every level that you can collect by like doing 
saving your cards or doing special things to like get to unreachable areas or hidden areas to get those gifts. And then you give those to characters in the visual novel aspect in between the stage select stuff. And like it unlocks side missions for them and like relationship stuff. And like that, it's a huge, just weird mash of stuff. It's very cool. Sounds really wild. It's super cool. Yeah, it's a very good game. Yeah, I've been uh, pretty excited to get playing it with my with the series of plane plates I have. I picked it up on the Switch, which I've heard is like it's not ideal because you kind of want that like mouse and keyboard uh, speed. But I I also heard there's a there's plenty of like assists and like aim assist kind of stuff that make uh, using a controller fine. Yeah, a listener was actually asked on Twitter randomly, like if you could use the D-pad for movement, and I decided to check that out. And yeah, you can map movement to the D-pad for like the better control of how you move your character. You can't change your like looking. You have to use the stick to like look on a controller. Uh, but like, I like that you can change the movement to a D-pad because there are some like kind of tight movements you got to do. The weird thing to get used to is that there's no momentum. So if you stop holding forward in the air, you stop moving in the air and you drop like you have to keep holding forward if you want to keep going forward. So that's been kind of a hurdle to get used to for me. Right. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah, that game's super cool. People should definitely check that thing out. Uh, also, it has like kind of a Persona esque just kind of game thing going in the visual novel aspect, relationship stuff, story. The story is you neons are like assassins in hell that are given the opportunity to compete to basically like stay in heaven or sorry heaven not hell uh to stay in heaven if they uh rank up by like killing demons and there's this whole like metal layer commentary about how there's subservient people even in heaven in paradise and there's still kind of like shitty Like the angels are kind of shitty and stuff. Yeah, it's cool. There's some good stuff in there. It's a super interesting game. All right. Uh, before I continue, John, what game do you have in your hand? Dragon Warrior 2. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Just checking in because I saw you're like cataloging them now. Is that what you're I, I'm cleaning them and yeah, like I've got some of these I've got multiples of. So I'm deciding which one I keep and which one I sell. Nice. Uh, all right, games I've been playing. Yeah. That was my list again. Card no, Shark. You got to tell me about Card Shark because you said you were going to sell me on this because... I'll, I'll try. Yeah, let's do it. Go. Um, Card Shark, is, it's cool. So this is by the Reigns people, if, if you've played any of the various Reigns games. Um, it's a game about cheating at cards. Now, first off, this is not a card game at no okay, point. You won do me. You, I'll check it out now. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, at no point do you play any of the games that you are cheating on. The entire scenario of it is oh. you are learning how to cheat at various card games and you're learning different cheats. And there's a lot of cheats. There's there is arguably way too many cheats because they all require like very specific button inputs and how you manipulate the deck of cards. Mm -hmm. But what you're basically doing is as the the deck is going to get shuffled, you want to set it up so that your partner who is, he's kind of like your master or whatever. You're in like Renaissance uh, Italy and whatnot in in the turn of the century. Um, And you were like a, like a, a slave boy that you were taken under the wing of this guy and he's going to teach you how to cheat at cards and that's how you're making money. So you're basically setting up. I want to make sure 
<clears throat> my partner here gets a high value card, which is a face card or an ace. And that's it. So each time you're rigging the deck or you're manipulating the cards so that he's going to end up with a good card. And then it just skips to the end of the round. You've won. <clears throat> so I've what you're doing is compared to like a, it's a better comparison to compare to WarioWare. Hmm. Okay. I have heard that. I don't know if I fully agree with that. This is how I would compare it to WarioWare. You are essentially playing a series of mini games that are lightly timed. It is in no way as frantic as WarioWare. Maybe near the end it gets as frantic, but I, God, I hope not. Because like I said, you learn a lot of different <laughs> cheats. Um, but, I'll, I'll, but I will give you an example of one I was just doing. So you, you're kind of, you get a picture of a map and you're picking different uh, towns or inns to stop at. And then you go in there and you find some wealthy looking people and you say, hey, would you guys like to play a game of cards? And why don't we like make this interesting? We'll play a few, put some money down on it. And so this one trick you learn is all about making sure that you grab when, when you're done the round and you're picking up each person's like hands from the table to shuffle them, that you're picking them up in an order that the high value cards will end up with your master once you deal them out again. So you need to okay. look at the piles of cards and how they'll be distributed and w in which direction you're going to select the cards. So you'll be like, I'm going to pick up this pile of three and I'm going to make sure I grab it from right to left because I want that final card, that third card, to go to the third person in the circle, which is my master. So that's one example. And they'll basically kind of set you up in, in, in different scenarios where you have to do a different cheat. Another one I just did was... We're going to use two decks, and in between each round, we're going to swap favorable cards to the top of this deck, and then you'll deal them out. But that's going to lead to duplicates being in there. So then you need to take the deck, remove the duplicates, and put them back onto the other deck. So you're doing stuff like, Master, can I pour you a glass of wine? And while you're using the left stick to pour him a glass of wine at a good pace, he's putting a, a deck of cards in your pocket and then mm. you're leaving the room, flipping through them and being like, okay, I'm going to take out the ace. I'm going to take out all the twos so I can find these again. So it's a bunch of these weird little mini games. And it's, I also want to really emphasize the art style is absolutely gorgeous. It's like a, this hand-drawn um, Renaissance painting, almost looking thing with just some of the most like vivid, nice looking colors. And they do a lot of great depth of field with like candles in the background and foreground to really play with the colors. Um, it's definitely one of the games I'm playing it on the switch. It's also on PC where I've been like, I really like having a switch OLED cause this game is just popping out of that. Um, and also like the gameplay is, is super unique. Like, I, I think this is like a really interesting and, and kind of rare game. Um, I know we were just kind of comparing it a bit to WarioWare, but I, I don't think it's that close to WarioWare. I, I, can, I can't really come up with a game that I would kind of point to this as like a one-to-one -one comparison. So, Is there just more of a puzzly aspect to the mini games, which is why it feels a little different than WarioWare rather than like timing-based stuff? Or I, I wouldn't exactly call them puzzles because it's not a scenario where you need to like figure out. You're going in there okay. knowing how to do it, and it's kind of more just about making sure you are implementing the motions that you have learned properly. Okay. There is also a meter going down up the, at the bottom of the suspicion on you guys. I haven't played far enough where that's been much of an issue. There has been one scenario where like I just totally botched and I forgot how to put, do the cheat. Okay. Um, and they were just like, you guys are cheating. We're throwing you out of here. 
Um, but I'm assuming those will get tighter and tighter where I really need to kind of be on on my guard. I'll also give one like real quick slight spoiler. Uh, at one point, you have to you you're playing and your life is on the line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you lose, you do get killed. But then you have to play against death, and you have to cheat death to come back to life. That's pretty. To try great. again. That's, yeah, that's a pretty. That's yeah. fun, right? So yeah, that's great. Um, yeah. If this sounds interesting to you, I really think you should like look it up because again, this is like a super unique and cool game. Um, and it's 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 like really well crafted because all of these motions you're doing with a deck of cards of like you're going to have to put three of them down and then you're going to have to offset one so that you can find your place when you do a fake shuffle. They've animated the hands to do all these motions. Like there's a, there's a serious level of like animation detail to this to the point. I think these cheats would work in real life. Like they might be a little too obvious, but like the math, the mechanics behind this is like, Oh, you absolutely could actually do this. And what they are created would work. I think um, there's like a trailer or someone did a video of like an actual like card magician looking at the motions and grading whether or not they're possible. <laughs> that's yeah, cool. that makes sense. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if it was an actual trailer or just someone that something that a YouTuber put together. Um, I, and I just think that part is like super interesting because that you can really tell the people behind this game have like a genuine respect for like manipulating cards and just card games in general. Um, and yeah. They, and yeah, they and seem so, to how many d- cards are in a deck? 52. 50, 52. Yeah, 52 yeah. steam achievements like that level of detail is great. <laughs> <laughs> They're uh, all cards. There, there are 30 different cheats that you have to learn and memorize the, the motions for in this game. I have That's, so far wow. played I've learned seven. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so all right so i ask you paul yeah have i convinced you yeah i mean i'll check it out honestly as soon as you said it's actually not a card game it's a card like actually about cheating yeah it's like okay that's yeah. much more yeah. compelling so is uh, is this a game that you can come back to this seems like you gotta kind of play it for a weekend and like be in that zone so I think it would be hard if you're forgetting how these motions work. They yeah. do have every time that you need to reference the other card tricks, they'll tell you them. Okay. And yeah. and you have options to practice them every time. And when they teach you them, they, they're constantly like, are you ready to go? Or do you want to practice it? And you can kind of just keep doing it if you want. I think it would be easier if you were kind of sticking with it so you're not losing it. Yeah. Um, because even uh, me, who's who's not playing it back to back, I'm constantly like, okay, I do remember that last one at least, though, right? Yeah, okay. But I'm I'm worried about some of the ones from a while back that I haven't touched for like a week or so uh, when I get further into that game. Okay, cool. Um, and oh, last game. I just quickly want to mention Fall Guys went free to play this week. Yes. Um, little PSA so you don't end up like me. Make sure. <laughs> the account that you want to be your primary one. For yeah. example, let me give you a scenario. Maybe you've been playing some Fall Guys on and off for two years on the PlayStation 4 and 5 consoles. Okay. You have all oh, these no. unlocks, and you're like, well, I want to play it on the Xbox now that it's there. I'm going to get some achievements for it. You load up the Xbox one when it goes free to play. That's now your primary account. Oh, wow. It doesn't have like a merge account or like look up your it ju- account. It just thing? like links. Well, if you haven't linked your account to a, a Epic one, because Fall Guys came out two years ago, you haven't been keeping up with it. Yeah. So the first account I linked was this brand new Xbox one. Luckily, I ha- so I just had oh. to contact support and be like, 
can I have my PlayStation account back and that be the primary? And they just switched it perfectly. So I got everything oh, okay. back. Okay. Like, I, had a bu- I had a bunch of really cool skins of like a dude wearing a reindeer hat. Like, I don't want to lose that, right? <laughs> yeah, no. And exactly. also, once I got that fixed, 17 achievements popped. And that's just a good time to see how <laughs> at once. Um, Great. Okay. Also, I will tell you, when they uh, came out with the free-to-play version, they and the, the wording on the PlayStation is retired the old client. So you do have to re-download a new version of the game. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. But that will give you all those trophies again. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyway, so make sure you log in with your old account first just to sync it up before playing it on whatever new platform you want to play. That's the PSA. But okay, I did want to say, Fall Guys still just slaps. That game is so much fun. Um, they've There's a ton of more, like, uh, the store has been, like, completely blown out. You can buy a whole bunch more stuff. There is now a Battle Pass. Before, the Battle Pass was, like, free for everybody because it was a paid game. Now you have to buy $10 to get the Battle Pass. If you are a legacy player like I was, you just get the new battle pass for free, which is pretty cool. Uh, there's new modes. Um, the online integration is is pretty great with Epic, so grouping up with everybody is is like super easy and and whatnot. Cool. And yeah, if uh you sh- if you haven't played Fall Guys by this point, it's it's free now. You should definitely give it a try because that game's still just super fun. Sure. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for what we played. Let's go to some news. I have a quick question for John. John, you weren't here for any of the Summer Game Fest announcements and live streams. Did anything, any of those jump out to you while you were kind of scrolling through them on Twitter? Or maybe you, I don't know if you watched them. I watched Xbox. I watched uh, some of Summer Game Fest. Did you watch Devolver? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Of course, that's right? One. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, any trailers or games that stuck out to you? Not really. I know that. Okay, so there was something on Xbox. I'm trying to remember what it was. Like the last case of something, someone, someone? Uh, the last case of Benedict Fox. Yeah. Yeah, that one looked really good. Yeah, that was cool. I think that's also a really cool name. Yep. Uh, Starfield, I'm a bit more warm on it than I was before. Uh, but I guess like, it's because they actually showed something. I was going to say, did you, like it warmer or you cooled warmer, down to warmer? Warmer, warmer. yes. Okay. Yeah. Warmer. All right. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, right on, cool. Mm. Um, I was trying to think of just sharing some of my highlights. I thought the, the skating one from Devolver, where you're a, a demon made of pain and glass. <laughs> I had seen that back when I, I think before Devolver got it. So I've seen the proof of cons of that one a while back. So I was like, oh, cool. This is actually coming out now. Right on. Yep. Uh, okay. We've got some news. There's just a few things. Uh, starting off with just a massive bummer. Yep. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so streamer Andy THPS, I guess a Tony Hawk pro skater streamer, had Tony Hawk himself on one of his streams last week. Uh, where Tony Hawk announced, hey, they the whole plan all along was to make 3 plus 4 after 1 plus 2. Mm-hmm. Um Kind of, and he kind of just went into what we've all kind of assumed happened, but nothing was said out loud. When Volition got, uh, sorry, Vicarious Visions got uh, absorbed into Blizzard, Activision Blizzard, and eventually became Blizzard Albany, I believe. They canceled plans on that. Um, One kind of interesting fact about that, however, is Activision did try to shop 
Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 plus 4 around to other developers to see what they would do with it. Mm-hmm. And they did not like uh, kind of the ideas that were pitched their way, so they just canceled the project. Uh, and forbid they have kept Vicarious Visions working on it since they haven't done, you know, X amount of Tony Hawk games at this point. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer. I mean, we kind of assumed that when it was first announced that they were getting like absorbed and, and the studio name was going away, but this kind of just confirms it. I think what would be a really cool play is with Microsoft buying them, they came out and said, hey, you guys that are really good at Tony Hawk games, you should make more Tony Hawk games. Yeah, go figure. <laughs> like, Jesus. Um, I mean, hopefully they, they manage to keep that studio together or those those people don't just leave and spread apart and stuff. Yeah. Um, but that's a bummer. I, I would have loved a 3 plus 4. 1 plus 2 was so good. And uh, now we have the confirmation from the hawk, the Birdman himself. From the Birdman. Uh, here's a quick thing. Diablo Immortal has apparently earned over $24 million in its first two weeks out. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, of course it has. The way that thing's monetized is insane, so um, sure. So even though everyone is shitting on it, it's the lowest uh, user-reviewed score, user score on Metacritic's history. Doesn't <laughs> even matter. <laughs> um, so there's your fun fact about Diablo Immortal. Uh, here's another bummer thing. Uh, Bobby Kotick is staying along around on the board of Activision Blizzard for a while. I mean, we knew that anyways. They, because... Yeah. Active, or sorry, Microsoft wasn't taking control till next year anyway, so I think we even knew back then Kodak was still around for another year. I guess this was just official confirmation. Uh, yeah, I guess that, that was definitely like an assumption. I mean, it's it's not even confirmed he'll leave after the acquisition happens. I guess that's the hope. I think also the hope along with that, though, was with all the bad publicity, maybe they would try and exit Kodak sooner than later, but it does not seem like that's going to be the case. Yeah. Um, in other, in like weirder Activision news, um, Activision Blizzard did its own internal investigations surrounding all the harassment issues and they found no wrongdoing. Wow. (laughs) Who could have seen that coming? It's such a great headline. Activision Blizzard clears itself of any wrongdoing. (laughs) So stupid. Yeah. I, I almost can't believe they went ahead and did this and like made like a PR thing about it. and, and, And like... Who's going to be like, oh, okay, it's all good, guys. Hey, it's all good. We're good. (laughs) Just absolute hilarity. Uh, All right, last little bit of news here. This is super cool. There's more Into the Breach coming. Holy shit. Really? Yeah, this was announced earlier today. I didn't see anyone talking about this until I saw a random tweet before the show. This must be why I saw Into the Breach being like posted for sale again. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll just read a few of the tweets. There's a whole thread here. Big Into the Breach news. The new Advanced Edition free content update will be coming to all platforms, as well as a mobile version. It's going to be available through Netflix. Fuck yeah, so, let's go. There you go. Like, it's, you know, it's it's honestly, it's getting harder to make fun of this whole Netflix thing when yeah. they keep getting bangers <laughs> like these. I know. <laughs> I hate it. Um, both are coming July 19th. Plus one more surprise announcement below. I think the other surprise announcement is a physical version of the Switch. Uh, yeah, and that was what I coming. saw trending. So <clears throat> Okay. 
So the advanced edition is going to have new squads, new weapons, new pilots, new abilities, new enemies, bosses, and missions, more challenging difficulty modes, new music, new languages, and more. And that'll be a free content update coming. So that's awesome. That cool. is awesome. Like, yeah. holy smokes, I was not expecting more into the breach and a mobile version. Yeah, give me a mobile version. Absolutely. And technically one that I get for free. Yeah, for sure. It's great news. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's pretty cool. Uh, with that, let's do some questions. If you would like to send in some questions, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. We are also going to be reading some of last week's questions that we pushed due to time. Starting with Kevin, you can give one person infinite time and resources to make a game. Who do you pick? John Carmack. Okay. Actually, he might create sentient AI and destroy us all. Maybe that's not a good idea. <laughs> okay. Mm. I'm going to say Phil Fish. I had two. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> my brain went two ways. One was Hideo Kojima, who already kind of already has that. Yeah. And the other way was uh, Norman Reedus. Molyneux. Oh, okay. <laughs> Norman Reedus. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great answer. Okay. There's our answers. Uh, Lineback writes, with how much media and content is being released today, this was last week, keep in mind, how do you stay invested in all of it? To me, it feels like there's a massive oversaturation that feels all all feels like meaningless junk food to be consumed before quickly moving on. How do you avoid that feeling? You uh, kind of can't because it's you true. You cannot. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I feel like everyone feels this about a bunch of different things like it's whatever your perspective is right you know someone yeah. over over there is going to be like i consume all the sports because that's my thing and yeah whereas i'm looking at there's no way i could consume all the sports but i'm over here consuming all the marvel stuff so it's like i feel like oh, that's sure. just life yeah yeah i think the, the difference that, sorry go on you go ahead you go ahead i was gonna say that like this is kind of like gorging yourself on fast food for a week though and not like we don't get these drops all like every week of the year or anything. We're not eating this every day. It's kind of just like this giant week of a lot of stuff. And then we kind of get drip fed information from here on out until the next time. Well, it depends what we're talking about. Like, well, he's talking about the games fest E3 stuff, trailers and all that content. I don't know if that's what they are. They just said media no, I, and I, content. I could, just means in general. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just in general. Cause I could definitely see this being an argument against like, there's a new Marvel property every three weeks that I need to like watch. Or oh, a new, yeah. A new I Star mean, Wars thing every two months that I need to be caught up on. You just don't talk to other people. You don't you get that You just got to pick your battles. You got to pick your battles. I, yeah. and just choose yeah. what you really are most invested in and stick with it. I think that's that's the thing is like, hey, if, yeah. if it's important to you, you will watch it. If you think it's yeah. mi like mindless junk food, you've already decided not to watch it, so it's not an issue. <laughs> Limex says um, in chat, the context of the question was all the MCU and Star Wars shows. Yeah. All around this I, time, yeah, that's sure. I true. could also see, like, just maybe with those, because a lot of people, even, like, kind of in our sphere of totally. our little bubble, is probably talking about those two specifically, so if you're not yeah. talking about them, it's like, it's it's like an echo chamber of, of you not caring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all I have to say to that is join us. Join us and not caring. 
No, in watching them, you got to start at Iron Man. And oh my god! <laughs> then you got to watch The Incredible Hulk, starring Ed. Norton. Dedicate a whole month, and you might get caught up by the end. That's true. If if you shut out all your friends and family and sleep, bring less. them along too for the okay. twenty yeah. plus hours of movies you now need to watch. Oh, it is easily way over twenty hours. Yeah, I guess that would only be ten movies, maybe not exactly even at Marvel's yeah. length. <clears throat> exactly and that yeah in the chat you got to read the comics you're not reading the yeah. comics what are you even doing true yep yep all right Phantom just writes in and says ahoy tdb crew you're in charge of making a video game themed wedding which franchise will you choose for these hypothetical lovers i mean you're gonna ask them what their favorite franchise right. is otherwise it's really weird totally yep <laughs> All right, you guys are having an alien-themed wedding. Uh, get ready for the queen and the chest burster. So I ask you, like, does the bride, is she the queen, or does the bride get a chest burster moment when they say, I do? That's how oh, you present it's the gotta ring. Be, it's got to be the I do timing. Yeah. No, oh, the groom, called, yeah. The groom yeah. is coming up. The groom is coming up to say, I do, and then it, it, the chest burster pops out, and it says, I do instead. The ring, and the it, ring And bearer. it's holding the ring. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. both the I do and the ring bear. It's perfect. <laughs> Hell yeah. I do. And then the then the wife or the you know the other person has to like put the ring on with this weird worm thing. <laughs> what was the question again? Video uh, game themed wedding. <laughs> yeah. What what franchise would you choose for a video game themed wedding? Let, let's okay, let's the most neutral is gonna be like Mario or like I don't think that's a neutral wedding. Have you been to a wedding? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I quite literally. <laughs> Mar. I'm. I'm trying to think. Okay. What's the most. What's the most normal ass aesthetic from a video game you could pick, where someone walking by could be like that, wouldn't expect it to be a video game themed wedding. Oh, normal. Oh. Yeah. What is the most like you could pawn it off as this is normal, and I'm not a huge nerd. There's probably an expand so, a wedding expansion for The Sims or something like The Sims or like even yeah. Life is Strange, just like one of those like yeah, like character driven games yeah. like that, and dri- more more or less anchored in reality. Okay, yeah, yeah. it's like a Mario wedding. Like, is, is, do you have do you have do you get like a really short priest? Or some a really short guy <laughs> to to do the ceremony, and he has to say like "Let's a go" at key moments. <laughs> I thought you were saying that he had to be Toad, so you have Toad's voice doing the entire procession. <laughs> oh man, oh, that would be horrible. Yeah. I would also feel bad for the person's like vocal cords. Oh yeah, oh, after yeah. all that. Um, is there a scenario, or is there like a moment in that where he says, "It's not, it's a me, it's a we." <laughs> no, that's gonna oh, be in the God. new movie. Obviously, Chris Pratt's gonna say that. Oh no! Oh, as he and Bowser like team up, yeah, exactly. to like save the Mushroom Kingdom from the other threat. Yep, exactly. Yeah, chat. People are saying some things like Zelda is a very, very common wedding theme for gaming weddings. Uh, Animal Crossing is okay. also an excellent choice too, because that's just basically like light animal, but like casual. Yeah. I don't know, like maybe like a Mass Effect wedding. Then it's just kind of sci-fi. Yeah. And then if anyone asks like, oh, what's the theme? I'll just be like, oh, it's like Star Trek, like whatever. Don't even ask. I'm not yeah. getting into it. <laughs> yeah. 
I like cares? how Star Trek's not nerdy enough, but Mass well, Effect. Well, once I say far. Star Trek, they'll they'll get, they'll get all the information they need, as opposed Nerd to me being like, yeah, exactly, yeah. as opposed to me being like Mass Effect. It's it's not Star Trek because this guy's tentacle face is not like, or you know, yeah. whatever else. Yeah. Yep. Chris Pratt themed wedding. <laughs> God. Sukusuku writes, favorite vehicle in any racing game. In Daytona USA, the Sega racing game, uh, mm-hmm. if you do well enough in the game or type in a cheat code, you can unlock a horse. Okay, so that's you just, pretty It's good. just a horse, no rider, just a horse just racing in the Daytona Grand Prix. That's very good. <laughs> now I just want like a dude running. Yeah, um, that'd be. I liked good. it. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard about Burnout Paradise, but that's an important I, game for me. No, I have never um, around here. Never heard of it. They no. put in uh, the DeLorean, and if you clicked in the left stick, the wheels would hover, and oh, anytime you use the boost, it would light fire on the ground. Nice. That's pretty good. Yeah, I don't have an answer to this. Uh, TC Golden writes, "Hello, TDP." Uh, Okay, so I I think he wants us to finish this uh this thing because it's in quotations. I'm part of the one percent that dot 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 example. I'm part of the one percent that thinks the Wii U is a good system. So Okay, so each of us have to fill in the blanks? Yeah. I'm part of the one percent like- that actually likes tank controls. That's a good one. I also like the Wii U, but I don't want to take their answer. I got to yeah. do something else. I also like the Wii U. I'm part of the 1% that owns three video game drum kits. Yeah, I am too, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> wow, you have three, I'm, really? I'm not in that group, shockingly. Yeah, I have the original Rock Band one, yep, the updated Rock Band one, and Beatles Rock Band. Oh, wow. That is nonsense. At least yeah. mine like makes sense. <laughs> I have original Rock Band. I have Rock Band Four, which is a new platform. They're wireless. Like you needed to get it. And then I have Rock Revolution. Konami's oh my God, game. God, I think I sold you that Rock Revolution. No, you didn't. I bought it at an HMV for five dollars. That's what it Amazing. was. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, we were at West Hills during like lunch period in high school, and they ha- they were trying to blow them out, and it was five dollars for the game and the kit, and I was like, I have to do this. And as someone yeah. who is currently in Calgary to help my mom move out of the house, and I still have that, and and I had to move that out of her basement, yeah. I had to I had to look in the mirror. But then there's no way I'm getting rid of that. Sure. John, do you have a one percenter? I mean, the easy 1% is I am the 1%. I'm part of the 1% that owns un- like more games than anyone should. That's about to start a video game museum. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Yep. The 1% that owns a virtual boy that works. Also that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, there's a few just from the collector's standpoint, I think. Part of the 1% that owns more than one PSP, more than one Vita. I have two. I have one of those. I have two PSPs. <laughs> I have three PS4s for some reason. <laughs> Good lord. Each one's a different model, but yeah. How many how many consoles do you have? 
that that have the the phrase Xbox in them. Well, hooked up to my immediate right right now, <laughs> I see at least a 360E, uh, the Series X, uh, the OG, mm-hmm. and an Xbox One X. All four of those are hooked up. So okay. do you have four in total or do you have more? Oh, I have way more. Uh, <laughs> okay. Two more 360 models, original and slim, yeah. uh, an original Xbox One. Okay, that's up to seven now. I okay, have you a passed modded me. I- original Xbox, so that's eight. Eight. Yeah. I thought I had a lot of Xboxes with six, but you passed me. Yeah, there you go. I think that's where it stopped. Oh, I have another modded Xbox, so it's nine. Nine. That's insane. Crazy. You don't need that many Xboxes. No, I don't think no. you do. VGC <laughs> uh, Kenny writes in and says, we're actually at this week's submissions, by the way. If Ubisoft went under and had to sell off its IP licenses, but had uh, but one of them had to go to Quantic Dream, which series would that be, and how do you divvy up the rest? I want to see a Quantic Dream Rayman. I just want to see it. It's going to be a train wreck. Oh, I want to see it. Man. I don't know what that is. I was thinking maybe Beyond Good and Evil. That would oh. actually be like a more reasonable answer, I feel. Yeah, you're going yeah. for a serious answer. I was going to say Rainbow Six, because fuck all those Rainbow Six kitties. <laughs> I mean, look, Rainbow Six has got enough of a storyline since it's based off a book series. Like, it could actually work. Yeah, like it would just piss each, off everybody that loves it. Each subsequent Rainbow Six game, there's less storyline to the point where it's just like, there's a virus! Save us! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, where else? Who else would you send? Uh, I want to send Prince of Persia somewhere. What's a good like motion? Uh, I would. I want to give uh, Prince of Persia to the uh, Hyperlight Drifter de- devs because they Ooh. did like Solar Ash. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be nice. What about you? Any pie in the sky team ups? I'd give Splinter Cell to anybody so that they could actually like make <laughs> one of those. Please, anyone do something. <laughs> I'm surprised an indie dev hasn't come and been like, we're going to make what is equivalent to a new Splinter Cell. I mean, are even yeah. stealth games that popular at the moment? Or is it just because no. no one's making them, no one knows? Yeah, it's probably a chicken and egg scenario. I mean, the yeah. closest is probably like Arcane doing... Uh, uh, they're uh, dishonored. Yeah, like the I forget what the genre is. What's the dishonored genre? And prey and like first first person, person RPG adventure? sort of thing. No uh, immersive sim because C- oh. that's the that's the genre. Oh. Uh, so it's probably like them since those are you are kind of heavily uh, prioritizing stealth. Yeah. Who would you give uh, Assassin's Creed to? Front Software. Oh, man. That would be really good. <laughs> I'd be so into that. Fucking give all of this shit to From Software. Let's see what they can do with Just Dance. I'm in. <laughs> so much bloodshed from the most recent Just Dance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, here I'll I'll pitch you. I'll give you one, John. You can't say Nintendo. Who do you give the Ra- Rayman? Sorry, the Rabbids games to. The Rabbids too. You can't and say I Nintendo. Cannot say Nintendo. Correct. Mm. Ooh. 
Who's even I, I didn't... good at doing mascot games right now? I mean, if maybe play Tonic? Because at least that's got the old okay. rare energy. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. I was thinking I was thinking rare would be pretty fun. Good answer. Good answer. Number one answer. Uh from Raster Man, have you ever had a Fez moment while trying to finish a game? What I mean by it is either an achievement, quest riddle, or something that prevented you from going forward for literal months due to the cryptic information available, but by the end you were able to figure it out. Literal months? No, because I'm no. not going to spend that much time. Tunic is the answer, though. Tunic was my Fez game of this year, by like, easily. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's a game where I've come back to it months later with, like, the answer. Yeah. Um. That's why I kind of like the zeitgeist stuff, because like with Tunic, I was never going to figure out how to decode that language. But luckily, about 100 people in a Reddit worked together <laughs> around the clock for a week and did that. So I got to reap the benefits of seeing that true ending from it. Yeah, that I had a similar kind of feeling uh, with Elden Ring and being a part of that zeitgeist. And we're all kind of discovering weird aspects of it together. Yeah, I feel like that was the Fez moment, too, though, right? For a lot of people was you played it at that time and the Internet kind of talked about it and figured stuff out together like that Absolutely. was kind of the Fez moment. Yeah. Yeah, I almost like, you know, pity is a strong word, but I do genuinely feel that like people who like it wanting to try out Fez now are are missing something that we had when we played it at launch. Fez specifically definitely had that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anything from you, John? I really can't think of an example of this because usually if I get stumped long enough on something, I'm just going to look it up. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I feel like as I've gotten older, the time to look it up has gotten shorter. Yeah, I um, the only thing I can think of was I played No More Heroes 2 early, like a day or two early, and I beat the game before it was officially released. Mm -hmm. So when I got stuck on a boss, I'm like, I have no idea what to do. And I beat the entire game and then found out post-release, like, oh, yeah, there was, like, a revive mechanic in the game. And this, there was nothing in the game that told you that. People just figured it out. And I'm just like, okay, well, this would have made the game a fuck ton easier. Mm, yeah. That is, like, any time I, I have that, that I can't think of a specific example, but, like, that is always a risk when I get, like, pre-release games where it's just, like, there's not going to be any help because I'm blazing the trail, you know, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, final question from Dead. What do you think the highest grossing video game movie of all time worldwide is? Uh, so he put the answers, the top five, in the Discord. I didn't copy and paste them because it would have ruined it Spoiled for me. It for you. Yep. So let me go ahead and open that up on my phone so I don't ruin the call or anything like I'm that. I'm pretty sure Sonic is the answer. I think Sonic 2 is actually the answer, yeah. For one, because there's yeah. five here. Okay, well, I think that's the, I think that's the number one. After that, though, it gets harder. Do you yeah, think Sonic I bet, One I bet is both also Sonics in, are in top the top five? five. Yeah, yeah. Warcraft, probably. I think, was highest grossing oh, for quite a while. One. So I'll say Warcraft's in there as well. I didn't even think of that. Does Wreck It Ralph count? Probably not. No. Okay. I don't think so. So it has so it has to be based off of a game. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think Prince of oh, Persia might Pikachu. be up there. How did I not even think of that? Oh, yeah. Was that that big? I guess, right? It was pretty big. Probably. Yeah. 
Do you think one of the like first Pokemon movies are up there? Probably not. I would have probably heard about them more right recently. Yeah. I know Assassin's Creed was a huge flop and they spent a ton of money on it. So I think that was like a massive loss. Mm. Oh yeah. I guess worldwide Warcraft is definitely one of the top answers for that. Yeah. Cause that was yeah. huge in China. That's the only reason I even remember that movie. Sure. I, I, it's, I, th- I think it might be something crazy out of left field that we're not thinking of, uh, okay. but I'm just going, like, it's like it's the Tomb Raider, like, one of the Lara Croft ones. Uh, sorry, one of the Angelina Jolie ones. Uh, but I'm just going to okay. say Prince of Persia. All right. I'll start from number five. So number five is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. At what? Oh, that's the four? highest, though. Five is the highest? No, five is... No, fifth place. Fifth oh. place, yeah. Crazy. Okay. So... Uh, 400 million. Well, there's a full, there's a number here, but like, I'll just round it down sure. or up. Number four, Uncharted. Oh yeah, oh, duh. Yeah, that was this duh. year. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> 401.6 million. So just a little bit more than Sonic 2. Uh, third place was Rampage. God, I forgot about that thing. What? Yeah. I forgot what? about that thing. 428 mil. Holy shit. Okay. Second place, Detective Pikachu. You guys were right. Yeah. 433 million. That was all John. I didn't I wouldn't have thought of it. And yep, Warcraft was the number one by wow. a decent amount. 439. I heard that Warcraft movie is dog shit. Yeah, it's fine. All, I would argue most of these movies are dog shit. I can't believe way. Rampage was third. That's insane. Yep. All right. Thanks for sending that in. Uh, thanks for all the questions. That's going to do that. Uh, what's your guys? Oh, if people would like to send questions for next week, top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. What is your game of the week? Shredder's revenge. <sighs> Yeah, I'm also going to give it to Shredder's Revenge. I'll say the quarry because I'm not done with Shredder's Revenge yet. I'm sure next week will it'll take it. <laughs> All right. Uh, a couple housekeeping things. The July TDP Plus poll is live, so go vote on what we'll be playing through uh, next week. Uh, our Stanley Parable episode, which normally would have been after tonight, we are pushing it uh, to next week because John's been away. Um and if you haven't been checking out the Patreon, uh, we got some merch. We've s- dipping our toe in the merch bin. You can get access to the old TDP logo sticker that I mailed out a long time ago through Patreon. There's a post on it. I won't get through all the details here, but if you've been wanting uh, a logo sticker for your water bottle or your laptop, go check out the Patreon and, and you can get access to, uh, to purchase one of those there. And if you do have a sticker... I want to see pictures of it slapped to stuff. So send some pictures in of you guys using the sticker, whether it's on a laptop or a dog. or <laughs> Maybe or don't little, use it on a dog. <laughs> <laughs> or your little sister. You know, put it on something and take a picture of it. Um, send those in. Anyways, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Everybody. Thank you.